Hello, guys. Hi. Welcome to another episode of When Football Met Soccer, where we talk about all things football. We took a little bit of a break, but we wanted to do a quick episode today on a couple things before they become irrelevant. We all know how the news cycle is these days. How are you doing, Hamza? Not bad, not bad. I'm happy that Morocco won the AFCON under 23. I know okay, you don't care. So we're diving straight into it. I yeah. thought we were going to make small talk. I mean, there's no small talk for you. Like, I'm tired of You know, we can talk talking. about the weather. I mean, yeah, there's but, a lot to talk about about the weather. That's true. It's 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 been horrible. The weather really humid. Yeah. But although I would I would take this over the heat wave in Europe. Okay, so you're talking about the weather at least now. 10, 20 seconds. You've been talking about the weather. Nobody's gonna listen to us. No, the weather is you know. Sure. Okay. Well. Anyways, Morocco does not have a lot of titles when it comes to um, football. The actual national team. We only have one Afcon, the real one, and I don't think we have anything else. So they won the Afcon under 23 and qualified to the Olympics, the Paris Olympics. In a very, very difficult game against Egypt. I have a lot to say about that game, but I'm not going to go into all those details because it seemed to me that the Egyptian players did not want to accept defeat. They started fighting with the with the, 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 the crowd and like throwing bottles back. And I know I told you this, but like you can't... As a player, I don't think you should be... You should rise above the crowd because that's your job. You should do better. And anyways, I don't even know. They had a about. team full of Bruno Fernandes. No, I think it's just like, I don't want to be, I don't want to say it in this way, but there's uh, like, not entitlement, but it's like they expect to win constantly because they do control Africa. Like Egypt is controlled, like in, it's, it's, but it's fleshed in terms out, of titles, it's, it's just Africa. It's fleshed it's out in their Egypt, behavior though. Because you can think that way, but you can't act on it that way, though. Yeah. I right? mean, they, they have been impressive when you look at the titles they have in Africa. But weirdly enough as well, they I showed you that like that, that said they only participated in, in the World Cup three times. And they have yet, I think, to have a, a win. They've never won a single game in the World Cup, which is crazy. Like to me outside that of team, the qualifications. Yeah, like an actual mm-hmm. World Cup. A mm-hmm. team that could be that strong... In the continent is is nowhere when it comes to the World Cup. It's it's very weird to me. Like that's why I think Af- the Afcon is another story, and I don't think Morocco with all the stuff that they did are going to be able to do anything. But anyways, uh, this is just one side uh, point. Should we go talk directly about the uh, the Women's World Cup? Yes, which is about to start. I think they play their first opening game tomorrow. Yeah. It's going it, to be held in. Yes, Australia and New Zealand. When I discovered this, I was so upset. Because due to time zones, Dude, we, basically means that us from the U.S. we can't watch any games. We gotta talk about this. So I'm before I go into the details of explaining, or at least telling people who don't follow it, what like how they how they have it structured. I looked at the times, so they're really horrible. It's like 1 a.m., 6 a.m., 2 a.m., 7 a.m., 4:30 a.m. This is all ET, mm-hmm. and the semifinal is at 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. and the final is at 6 a.m. ET. So I don't really understand because. I don't know. Like, I guess it's probably all already really late at night. They should have made it super late at night because the time difference between ET is 14 hours. Right. So I just don't understand that the country with the highest number of titles, which is the United States, four titles, is a lot of their people are not going to be able to watch. Right. It's not just the Pacific US. is horrible as well. It's the entire South America that's on this t- time exactly. Zone. And no, no, but the US, like a lot of people, like the 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 women's team, the US team is way better. They're than the them. defending champions. Yeah, defending. Right? They won four times. Defending champions, two thousand nineteen. They're they're unbeatable. They're just so good. So 
I don't understand. Like, I really want to watch it. I've watched it in 2019, but this this way I can't. I watch I mean, it they at all. wanted to host it, right? So, so what what do you do about that? That's not like right. Like, but you because you have, you have to give a chance to all countries. exactly. But then they must have thought about the timing that would best fit that maximize the number of people who would be able to watch, right? Because that timing mm. would still enable people in Asia and Europe to watch. It's mm. just and and Africa. It's just us. It's just us in the northern and in north and south america and central america that we in our time zones it's just almost impossible like pst pt like forget about it yeah so they basically would have to hold games at 8 p.m and 8 8 p.m yeah later 8 p.m would be 10 a.m our time so they no it's not their 8 p.m is our 6 a.m it's 14 hours not it's not 10 hours oh really okay then maybe so so for us to watch at 8 no that's 14 hours no it's 8 a.m to 10 p.m you, said, you said 8 p.m. No, 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 8 a.m. Or, 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 the, or the other way around. It's the same thing, right? Oh, no, no, no. You said, you said 8 p.m. their time. No, okay, no, no, no. so 8 p.m. their time, it's yes. 10 a.m. our time. No, 8 p.m. their time is 6 a.m. our time. Oh, really? Because 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. is 12 hours. Add another two hours, that's 8 hours. That's 8 p.m. Oh, that's You're going true. forward in time, not going backwards. Yeah. So basically, for us to watch at 8 a.m., there need to be at 10 p.m. So if even if they hold it at 10 p.m., it's still early for us and it's 5 a.m on the pacific coast right so like you know it makes it really difficult regardless of what they do because they it, even a 10 p.m game is tough yeah so, you're right so, yeah yeah so even a 10 p.m game is tough for I players mean, okay so this time at this time is not bad 8 p.m our time is basically 10 a.m their time so i think organizing a game at this time is not yeah bad. but they can't do it that way because europe can't watch Oh, that's true. So they Fuck, they yeah. did the best thing yeah, that they could really could hard. have I done. About <laughs> yeah, well, what you're, this is clearly <laughs> ethnocentric way of viewing things because we don't give. A, I mean, the entire Europe and Africa mm. would not be able to watch because that's way too early. That would be no, no. This is no. It's not too early. It's too like it's midnight right now, and like it's midnight one 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 a.m. and yeah, in, that in is Europe. still late for most people. Yeah. That's that's not doable. And you mm. keep and that's that's the most that's like GMT uh, zero okay, one so, right. Conclusion: We should hold all. Of these competitions in, in the Europe, middle in Europe or Africa. Yeah, exactly. Even Qatar was fine. Yeah, even Qatar was. I don't know. I, so I'm not like blaming Australia or people who organize Australia, and New Zealand, but I, I do think it's uh, it's difficult to We're, find th- these fucking Americans. They're so self entitled. I know. I completely forgot about Europe. Like we just no. We need places to hold stuff, which is most where it's most convenient for us to watch. We don't care about the other people as long as it's not convenient for us. It's not convenient. Period. But it is a bummer though. We won't be able to yeah, watch it. Yeah, it is a bummer. Especially the most important games towards the end. Yeah. They're inconvenient times. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Anyways, it's from gonna be from the 20th of July to the 20th of August. It's um, the first Women's World Cup that's organized by more than one nation, Australia and New Zealand. And it's also, I didn't know this, and I told you about this yesterday, the first World Cup was in 1991, so there have been eight tournaments. The US won four, Germany two, Norway won, and I think Japan won. So it was only 16 teams, I think, in 2015. It became 24 in 2019 and 32 teams in, in 2023. So this whole like increasing the teams, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit in a little bit and for the AFCON qualification also to the Champions World League. Cup. Yeah, also I mean, has- I don't know. Honestly, yes, I want everyone to participate, but then you're diluting the competition, right? I want to give everyone a chance, but at the same time, okay, well, there has to be a limit at some point. You can't just keep... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like making it easier but anyways i think 32 team is what was in the men's uh, most recent World Cup, right so it kind of makes sense 
the calf has four slots. No, not that anybody cares about the calf. Obviously, I'm going to start with the calf. Uh, Morocco and Zambia are debuting. So Morocco is, this is the first time they participate. And it's uh, basically the first Arab nation to ever participate in a World Cup, which, which was very surprising to me. And I think that they're, they're not going to do great because they're not ranked super well. They're ranked 74th, but you never know. Ranking that, it doesn't mean shit. UEFA has 12 teams. And then you have like six from CONCACAF and CONMEMBOL, only three, which is very surprising. No? Mm. So basically South, uh, South America only has three teams. Yeah. But then again, North America and South America, there's just not that many countries. <laughs> I, I, I don't think they're, they're that good. So when I look Who? at like the, the South, uh, South American uh, uh. women's team, they're not as good as the US, but don't Germany, you, but, but, but Norway, is, even Sweden is, is better. But it is rare to have a team that is pretty good for men's and women's right it's usually Germany. one or the other Germany. yeah i'm saying rare yeah. it's usually one or the other uh, you you just have it makes sense if you want a team that's good you need to have schools you need to even have training chi- even centers china. yeah like a lot of china's teams the 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 not the individual ones the team sports mm-hmm. those tend to be where women dominate the men's teams suck if you look at soccer if you look at basketball if you look at yeah, bo- volleyball that's, that's the case for for china's teams as well individual sport is a different case because they dominate for men and women i'm just talking about team sport and it seems like the case for a lot of european teams south american teams even the u.s team right the u.s women's soccer team is just a lot better than the men's soccer team in terms of performance Come so on. Is it funding or... I, I, oh, I thought you were going to disagree with me there. I'm like, the, no, the, they no, literally no. won no, four World Cups. I'm just World thinking Cups. about why. I, I feel like it's maybe the, the US is funding them more. It has to be like some sort of... A... I don't think it's just funding. I do think that if you start off on a strong foot, that really helps set precedence as to how you could mm-hmm, perform mm-hmm. in the future. So once they win once, right, it's like you have the potential to keep winning. True, yes, momentum, yeah. And so since the US won starting pretty early and in the 90s already right like that's but because basically they're they're coming in they're starting from the same foot ish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than european teams and south american teams but for men's soccer and men's football it's like well they came in much later true than true. europe and so, south that, america. so that's why in africa nigeria and south africa are the best and they've been the best for mm-hmm. for a while like there's a, there, there are some players is their third time nigerian players i think third time play in a world cup which is quite amazing right like mm-hmm. for to, to to do that so but I, I, maybe i agree with you i don't know it's just i think it's getting better so it's good that they have 32 teams maybe when they had 24 or 16 it's because they weren't as many developed professional women's soccer teams so that could be that could be at that caliber yeah, yeah so that it, it's possible but anyways it's gonna be fun I, I really want to watch it i kind of want morocco to go far i'm not gonna root for the u.s to be honest, I want someone different. I'm rooting for England, obviously, but yeah, I mean they won the U- the the Euros, the Euros, right? Yeah. Okay. So South South Africa won the the CAF. Morocco was in the final with them. Nigeria is very good. So we'll see. Uh, I am excited. I feel like you don't care. No, I'm excited for the Women's World Cup. It's just I can't. I won't be able to watch it. So what am I even gonna? <laughs> gonna I'm just I'm just gonna look forward to looking at the scores when I wake up in the morning. Yes, and watch the highlights. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it was like the when I woke up. Uh, at 7 a.m. and I look at the oh, score. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and that was Argentina. maybe one of the sh- shocking moments of I still my remember that was soccer career. Your career. Soccer spectator. <laughs> you want to call it a career? Soccer spectator. Okay, well career. that's a bit of a stretch, but I'll go with that. But yeah, no, looking forward to it. Um, uh, we'll see how the viewership is going to be, considering mm-hmm. the time zones. Mm-hmm. Maybe it won't even be affected at all. 
but we'll see. Anyways, moving on to the CAF qualifications to the World Cup that's going to be held in the US, Canada, and Mexico. Now there is 54 uh, teams that are going to be competing for slots in the World Cup. So they basically came up with Damn, six spots. So six spots of nine. Yeah, wow, six that's... spots of nine just based on FIFA ranking. And then they do some sort of uh, what they call here round robin matches. Look at Morocco sitting pretty up there, number I one. I know, I know. 13. You know, this is this is the loss against South Africa. Uh -huh, it was 11, uh -huh. but now it's 13. But who the hell cares? You're like top of anyone else. And yeah, but to be to be fair, they made it really easy because now there is effectively how many groups? I think there's yeah six groups. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I think there are nine groups of six teams, and they call it here uh, robin round matches. Basically, just each team playing each other, and the winner of each group will get to qualify, and mm -hmm. then they will organize some playoffs for the best second team. How many teams qualify again? How many nine, spots do they have? I think more than nine. I think it's probably yeah nine slots and then an additional one. Yeah. Okay. So, so ten. ten. Exactly. Ten so the, the the team that's gonna participate in the playoff, it's gonna be like inter confederation playoffs. So they're gonna play with the other continents. So okay. So this is this is good and bad because they're giving more teams the opportunity to play. But at the same time, it's really much easier now. Before, it was much harder, right? Like before you would have matches that are crazy between uh, like Senegal and Morocco or like uh, in 2022, I think the, for, for the 2022 one, there were some crazy matches. Like it was, I think, Algeria, Cameroon, right? Mm -hmm. And it was Egypt, Senegal. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. before how it was, it was like a certain number of groups. And then that would be your first round. The winner of each group then get to play some other winner of another group. And so, then they will only okay. take, I think, four, or I don't know, something like that. But, I think but, but four because African there teams. were fewer teams, they had to play, Five African they teams, had to yeah. play more games, right? Exactly. Now there's more, more they don't have But there will be a lot of games. But they don't have as many, they don't have any many slots during the season to allow them to play all these games, right? Yeah, yeah, but they will have to, right? Now, like, now they don't have a choice. Like before, there they were, they, they, they were fewer games before. Before, five teams would qualify. Since, okay, then yeah. I guess if there's six teams in your, you have to play 10 games, right? Exactly, yeah. So look at the, the, the third round. Last time in the qualification for the Qatar World Cup, it was Egypt versus Senegal. Obviously, Egypt lost uh, to, in penalties. Cameroon versus Algeria, which is a very, very, that was yeah, a, but they're a crazy each, game. So they're basically in the group stage. They each played six games. Yeah, yeah. And then here they each played one game. Yeah, exactly. So that's only seven. No, but the thing is, the group here is bigger in the new... In right, the new, so, so you're... Yeah, but the so they're thing. playing more games. Yeah, they're exactly. Playing, they're playing 10 games here. Exactly. They're playing, they're playing way more games. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's... I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. It, if you look at the groups, they're way easier than, than before. If you look at, for instance, Morocco's group, no disrespect to any of the other teams, but it's Morocco, Zambia. I guess Zambia is a little bit like it's a good team. Why, 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 why are you not. shitting on Eritrea? I, you know, this is their first. They've never participated, I think, in the CAF, they in have, AFCON. Apparently, their cuisine is amazing. Yes, Francesca. Yes, I know their cuisine is good, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> but I think they've never participated in the World Cup, and I think not, they have not, not even participated in the AFCON ever. Good for them. They don't so, get enough attention. This is a good thing because it's going to push them to try to develop, right? Like to develop their sector, to to, to want to compete, to want to do all this stuff, which is very good. But at the same time, it's 10 teams. Like it's, yeah, it's like, I, I really hope it's not just going to be always the same teams. There's only one group that's a little bit difficult. And it's, I think, Nigeria, South Africa, they're in the same group. So that's going to be a mm -hmm. little bit tough. And then there is, I think, Mali and I think Ghana, I think. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, exactly. Mali, Ghana is also a tough group. So other than that, all of the rest of the groups seem 
like reasonable like the first one what if first... what if rwanda ends up in the same group as uganda <laughs> random question maybe i'll take that out <laughs> yes please do <laughs> um but um but you never know this, right you have to take these like you can't afford to lose a game this seems like a trend of just expanding the number of teams to play in the qualification and then having more games. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's like, so starting 2024, the Champions League will take on its new format, right? So we're going back to Europe. Wait, wait there is a new format for the Champions League? Yes. Oh, no. So 2024, 2025. Essentially, what they're trying to do is is they're going to they're gonna try to expand the team. And I think they call it like the Swiss system or something. I don't know. Anyway, so before there were 125. Oh, you research really well. I don't know. I, I think they called it something like that. Swiss. There were 125 matches played during Champions League before. Now they're going to go to 189, which is percentage-wise, proportion-wise, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. huge, right? So basically what's it, what they're going to do, so now they're going to have 36 teams before it's 32 teams. But not instead of just increasing by 14, they're changing the entire format. So essentially what they're going to do is that every team is going to play eight games first at first, right? Mm-hmm. So every team is going to play eight games, four at home, four away, and there are no groups. So mm-hmm. I think maybe they draw this or something. So you're going to play... Wait, there's no groups? No groups. So what they're going to do is they're going to draw maybe or something, but you're going to play four... You're going to play eight matches. Every team's going to play eight matches. Four away, four home, okay? And then the top eight teams, based on your points, are going to qualify to the top 16 immediately. So you automatically qualify if you're in the top eight of these, mm-hmm. of these 36 teams. And then the ninth to the 24th place will fight for the remaining eight slots in payoffs. Playoffs, sorry. So the 9th to the 24th, those 16 teams will fight for the remaining eight spots in playoff. And then the losers, the bottom, will just get relegated. And they won't even get relegated to the Europa League anymore. They just just relegated from Europe. Yeah, no chance to play. Relegated from Europe. Yeah, exactly. You're just, that's it. You're done. Um, No European side. Which is interesting, right? Because before, you know, you still had a... Okay, can can I just ask why they're doing this? Because there's obviously a lot of problems with all the like the actual football rules, the handball and all that stuff, why don't they focus on that and try to fix that? Instead of trying yeah. to fix this and But this makes them more money, so it's like ads. ads. Honest, but, but but honestly, that makes them more money, but I really see see they're expanding all these This makes matches, a little bit right? more sense. But but players are gonna be exhausted. Yeah, that's the problem. At some point, like it's the same players. We're not inventing new players, right? Like the players that play the national games are and, the players and, and that these played things there. are important, right? So you're not mm-hmm, going to play your B mm-hmm. team and C team all the yeah. time. The new disqualifications for the CAF one for the it's going to span three years. So this year, mm, yeah. 2024, 2025. I mean, okay. that's that's like a little bit ridiculous. I think. I mean, I don't know. Because it will take that long to play. Yeah, right? and they want to do all uh, no the World Cup of Clubs as well, right? That's going to also be like 32 teams, and so on and so forth. So I don't know. And also, like these, the, the the for the Afcon, there is one in 2024, and then there's another one in 2025. You know, they switch from from odd to even. Yeah, yeah. yeah every two years, and so you have the Euro as well. It's, mm-hmm. That's every four years. But honestly, they, they, they don't have time to do anything. And the Nations League, that's ridiculous. That, that, those cares. are friend, friend, more like glorified friendlies. That's fine. But these, I feel like at some point there's not going to be friendlies anymore. Right, and there's no su- there's official. no summer season anymore. Yeah. What's the summer season going to yeah. be? It's. I don't know, like I felt I don't, like this, it's good. And as I said, it's good and it's bad. 
I think a lot of it is financial. Why yeah, are you doing this? They make more money. But at the same time, you know, as a fan, yes, you want more football games, football yeah, matches. But, but is you know, quality going to go down? Yeah, like you, you, you want to keep watching. The and the, fact, longevity, the longevity of players, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, the fact that the World Cup is every four years is part but of it. But then again, year. isn't it because players have better access to health and all of that? They're, they're going to be playing longer. Yeah, but longer. you push them to the limit. That's not great either. There's a balance to be struck there. I don't think that just because you're pushing the limit on you're advancing in that regard that you should just keep forcing them to play increase exponentially more games. So I, I, I do want to, from a personal standpoint, I do want to watch more national games. I don't know why the Champions League is doing this. I think the, 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 the teams and the leagues, the regular leagues are fine. But I want to watch more national Actually, games. Actually, I think we're in the minority. For people who watch club their club play in, they want to just keep watching their for club. the most part they're more interested in less they're less interested in their national team and the people who who are very mm. the most like all these people who are really invested in their national team may not be like huge fans of clubs yeah. or like they may not be that invested that's possible yeah maybe i'm not but to be fair i was yeah. way more invested in barcelona than i am right now and i switched it but at the yeah, same yeah. time it's about your national team is probably shit most of the time that's why you're not as invested but you but get even, to choose. But, but even the, you're look, not you're not going to be Moroccan and okay. You know but, what? I'm going to root for Brazil because Brazil's. I, I think I agree. I think I agree to an extent. For example, England fans, right? They they most of them who are hardcore like club supporters. Yeah, they don't. Care. They don't care that much about England. Yeah. I think partially it's also because England doesn't win anything. And also, I think we are discounting all the people who never watch football and then just watch it because it's national team. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's. I think we're in the minority. Like. For people who, you know, and I, I really doubt like people. I feel like we're just going to spend our time watching football because it's going to be yeah, expanding no, the women's no, thing, no expanding the women's uh, like football, expanding the men's football. And we're just going to be watching football nonstop. And then we we'll start watching the under 23, under 27. I watch under 20, under 17, under 27, under 23 and under 17. Yeah. And, and um, the Olympics. You don't care about the Olympics, but it's still a big No, game. I care about the Olympics, just not football at the Olympics. I'm going to watch it. So anyway. But yeah, so a lot of a lot of changes happening. Uh, we're just seeing money exchanging hands everywhere, I guess. Especially in Saudi. Well, yeah. I mean, I wasn't planning on talking about the transfer news, but just really quickly, Mahrez to Al Ahly is done, right? Done deal. Thirty-five million euro package, four-year deal confirmed. It seems like they are really going after every single Muslim player yeah, who's older than 30 years old yeah, yeah. i think they've tried their luck with all of them mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. seeing and then this thing <laughs> the least muslim didn't come ziesh yes yeah at jordan henderson okay, we're just joking obviously i have nothing i don't know we anything don't know about, we are not judging his faith i don't know anything about his faith or religion jordan henderson not muslim obviously also to al etifak that, that one went for to, to the coach right right to, to join steven jared for a three-year deal uh initial fee is 12 million pounds with add-ons Wait, isn't isn't Mahrez getting paid twenty million a year or something like that? To be honest, at this point, the salary doesn't even matter to no, me. No, no, it does matter. I'm sorry. No, no, to them it does. Yeah, to me, yeah. it's so like. So I think I'm, some some player who plays currently for Al Nasr or some Saudi team just said that everyone's just coming for the money, which it's fine. is which is true. And I do support the players' decision, as we said before, to go because they're thinking about their family and their future. At a certain age, especially if you're coming from Manchester City, this guy literally just wanted trouble. He's won everything there is to win. I completely Why agree. Why could he just go? He should go. I mean, he should go. I mean, they're getting amazing players. And to Cristiano Ronaldo's point, it's better than MLS. Oh, yeah, I agree. But Saudi is specifically, that's their objective, clearly. Mm-hmm. MLS has not really made it their objective to be 
as competitive as the best European leagues, right? They never said we want to be just as good as Premier League and La Liga. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. never really said that. But the Saudi, the Saudis, they True. specifically say so, we yeah, want to be no, that. Competitive, I agree. So right? I think it's it goes uh, Europe, Europe, Europe's leagues, and then South America, and then South America, Latin America, parts of it, and then I think Saudi. Even when you compare it to eight to the like the Asian leagues and to the African leagues, it's really not bad. Yeah. So, yeah, all this influx of players and the, the transfer window is still going to be open for a while. It was a little bit boring than I expected. This Most transfer window? Yeah. A lot of the action happened in the beginning. Yeah, and also like all the... Everyone going to Saudi, yeah, okay, we don't care anymore. And also like all the Kai Havertz... Everything takes a long time, that's why. No, if like anyth- the, the Chelsea players' drama was just not interesting. No, but I think if anything, it makes it worse. You know when Fabrizio Romano and all the other journalists say, oh, this and then that, and then it's in the works. And so it's in the works for like weeks and weeks. So at the time when they yeah, sign, it's like yeah. no longer exciting. Like. True, true. And also your favorite player, you can't even pronounce his name. Obama Yang. Obama Yang, as you would say, he is going to Marseille. Olympique Marseille. Marseille, he did not play. He what team did he? Lorient. No, Saint Etienne. Oh, Saint Etienne. Okay. Oh, Saint Etienne, and then uh, Dortmund. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we hoped you enjoyed this episode of When Football Met Soccer. Hopefully, without being able to watch the Women's World Cup live, <laughs> we're gonna watch the highlights. We're gonna comment on the highlights that we were able to watch. <laughs> I hope we're going to get good highlights. So. Yes, and just, or, or just, highlights, just rely on people job. on Twitter. Yeah, apparently CBS Golazo does good highlights. Everyone like in the comments. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So That's I true. hope CBS is going to be... I don't know who's going to be I, broadcasting it. I love them anyway, in general. So That's they have true. great yeah, coverage. I know, I know you love them. Uh, well, it, it is good coverage. Anyway, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please give us a five-star review wherever you're listening from. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.